Welcome to Radio Melee. We're back with another exciting edition with another champion, another mm. legend of the game. And, uh, you know, somebody who I was just telling Wizzy this, I watched, I used to watch a show called Esportsmanlike Conduct, which was Atriox's old esports podcast with Stans. And I always thought the best episode they ever did was when they brought Wizzy on as a guest. So we had to snag him this week, especially hot off a win at big win at, at main stage. Uh, so just, yeah, Wizzy, good to, good to have you. It's cool to be here. I'm excited to talk about some stuff. Hell yeah. Heck How you yeah, doing, How's your weekend? You watch main stage? I did. I did. I watched main stage um, up until the point where I had to collapse on uh, Sunday. But I yeah, did go back as long as we could. Everyone collapsed, I feel like, who was trying <laughs> yeah. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. But I got there as long as I could, watch as much as I could. Fun turning. Yeah. Definitely fun turning. Uh, your boy popped off a little bit. Your, your student. So, yeah, but is it safe to call him that? Kadoran? Yeah, I, I think he would be okay with that. Okay. I feel like that's an honor, if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it was it was uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, this was the second time since I guess Riptide that uh, that we've had kind of a large scale offline major, and uh, a bunch of people qualified for Summit, including Wizzy, which is Love awesome. That. Love that. And yeah. you know, I guess campaigning opens up today. I think I saw the tweet on BTS oh, Smash. I think people are going to start opting in. So, Wizzy, I'm sure you don't, you're glad you don't have to do that. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to do it. I'm Wizzy, so glad. Is there someone that you want to endorse for Smash Summit? Oh, boy. Uh, I have no idea who's running. Who's running? I'll choose right now. That's a good question. Let me pull it up. Sure. Let me pull them up. All right. While, while you do that and you have the full list, Tove, um, let me ask Wizzy something a little different. Um, yeah. What was your preparation for the tourney? Because you've had some really good runs. You've had some big wins now. I had a few of them. Was there anything different you did to prepare for this? Was it a standard routine? How'd you feel going into this? It's funny because like this is like one of those tournaments where I feel like I didn't get enough practice. I didn't get enough preparation, but somehow I ended up working out. And I feel like another big tournament I won, I also had the same feeling where I feel like I didn't prep enough. And somehow like, I don't know, maybe it just, maybe it, the fact that I didn't play enough almost like reset me or maybe it's just a coincidence. I don't know. Um... I mean, I when I the times I did prepare with the time I did have, I did prepare, but uh, I didn't prepare as much as I wanted. Basically, mm. was there something that was preventing that? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I was getting my controller fixed one, and then so I kind of like put off practicing a little bit because I'm like ah, I don't really want to use a secondary controller because I don't want to get used to it. I ended up playing with it a little bit regardless, but. Um, it was mainly the controller, and I guess I just took a little bit too long. Uh, the days came by quicker than I expected, and then uh, that was that was the main thing I remember was the controller thing. Okay, okay, cool. All right, Toad, yeah. you got that. You got that list there. Let's see what I want. The heat. I want to see who Wizzy's endorsing right now. Okay. Some of the people who are already opting in. Uh, remember, this is early, uh, so maybe more people will even continue to opt in. But Ben. No fluxes. Of course, <laughs> the, the the meme legend Android Zero is opting in. Uh, he's been he's been kind of a hot topic lately. Uh-huh. Uh, big big up and coming Falcon. Tyler Swift uh, didn't get his shot last time. Getting a shot this time. Free Palestine is opting in this time around. Kubi, the Sheik from Canada. Secrets Secrets. I think is the fox that beat Axe at uh, Riptide. Mm. So that's pretty big. And uh, a couple other. Let's see who else we we have. That's pretty pretty exciting. We got. 
Uh, Skullbro, who's I think probably the best doc these days. He's a Dr. Mario from Europe who I think has been placing top eight and stuff over there. And uh, we got Jcam, uh, who won the Central America region. Uh, he's from Panama, and he's incredibly good, apparently. And Slug, the Ice Climbers player. So, bunch of bunch of interesting players. Chape as well from from uh, Chile. Uh, Chile, yeah. that's right. Oh, and Riken from Chile. So there you go. Okay. Some Chilean representation. Okay. Right now, it looks like I see Ben at the top. I think Ben is probably the best player that has. Um, is it uh, the? Uh, is it already started? Opton has started. I don't think oh, anyone's really? voting I no yet. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay, okay. Um, oh yeah, definitely Android Zero. I would vote for him. Is it That's just a is solid it because of Falcon? Do you love the guy? I'm I mean, friends with him. Okay. Everything. I'm friends with him, and he um, he started off as like a fan, and he like he's getting good now. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like. I was a huge fan of basically all the top players, and now I became good. So it's kind of like the same thing. Um, um, and so he plays Falcon. He plays uh, similar to me. He none thinks he might be the fastest Falcon. Uh, so there's that. That's cool. He's he's really fast. He has fast movement. This is an um, endorsement. Yeah, endorsement. I, I, he and he'll definitely take it far. He's definitely someone who would not take this opportunity for granted. I know that. And how much should someone, if they're listening to this, spend on Android Zero at minimum? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know how to put a number on it. Um, okay. Yeah, that's tough. Just that's tough. do do what you can to help them. That's what <laughs> do I'm what saying. you can. Always depends yeah. on your bankroll. You know. Yeah. If you're, I mean, if you're loaded, you can put a lot of money down. If you, yeah. if you don't have much to your name, then it is what it is. Yeah. Pretty much. Um. Android Zero, you know, last week actually in Verdugo, Verdugo, there's a really stacked Verdugo West that uh, yeah. Nun, this is the SoCal local, he actually outplaced both S2J and Nun, which is. Oh, really? I would say rare. Yeah, Wait, I would was say. This before main stage? Before main stage. It was I didn't SoCal even know local that. before yeah, main stage. Yeah, I think, I think um, uh, after me, S2J, Nun, and Gatsu, it's him. Um, yeah. I mean, there's Sechi, but he's not very active, so I don't want to, like. I don't. It's not that Sechi's not like number five or anything. It's just that he's not playing. So I'm just gonna count him as inactive. But um, in terms of like active, I think Smuckers isn't that active. I could be wrong. Do you know about mm -hmm. that, Toph? I think I don't I've know. been seeing him in the nightclubs. Lately. Okay, maybe he's like a little active. I I I don't know. But in terms of like like I, Android Zero is definitely like the fifth best Falcon right now in terms of like very active players. Uh, you know. Yeah, and he's starting to place consistently. Got 17th at Riptide. I know he beat like one or two pretty. I don't remember who he beat, but they were. I remember hearing it, and I was like, "Oh, those are good wins." Yeah. So he's definitely starting to put his name out there at like the national level. And uh, yeah, this would definitely be a huge opportunity for him. I don't think he's he's definitely well, he's definitely never been to a summit, right? So I, I, I yeah. think it'd be cool. I don't think yeah. so. I don't think he's even been as a VIP, and I think he's SoCal. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. Right. So there you go. All right. It's a good pick. It is a good pick. Everyone, you heard it here. Wizzy endorsing officially, and he cannot back away from it no matter what happens. Android Zero. So there it is. Um, but in the meantime, we need to see who I think the people endorsed for um, Elijah Wood, who he would main in Melee. Community oh, voice. Look at the segue. That's right. Um, so we had Polish on last week. He wanted to know. He had two-part question. I forgot the serious part, admittedly, but he did want to know uh, who Elijah Wood would main in Melee. And so we're going to get that up on the screen. 
And uh, while we're reading through this, guys, be sure to also uh, keep in mind that you can use exclamation radio melee in my chat or TOFs um, to come into the Discord, ask your question, and get your question on stream. But yeah, Toph, if you want to take away one or two of the questions, I can read them if you want. Up to you, man. Yeah, and I'm looking at these responses. I'm, I'm starting to remember, I think, the other aspect of, uh, you know, because I think he had a two-parter. Yeah. Uh, I think the other thing he was asking was like, you know, remember that one week I asked, you know, kind of what is your relationship at, at, with Nick All-Stars? I was asking people, are you playing? Are you watching? Are you interested? Are you not oh, that interested? Oh, yeah. You know? And I, I remember Polish kind of gave like actually the Melee version of that. He was basically asking to all the fans out there, to all the viewers, are you a serious competitor? Do you go to your locals? Do you just kind of play unranked? Do you like not really play at all and you just kind of watch? And uh, so we got a couple cool answers here. CV, I'm strictly a spectator when it comes to Melee. To me, it's just like watching the NFL or the NBA. I talk about it. I watch enough for my wife to know top players. And I've always been a casual player, whatever the newest Smash game is. Uh, and I literally can't imagine Elijah playing anyone other than Luigi. Luigi is a really good, uh, <laughs> really good pick for him. Yeah. Yeah. That is, there were I, two answers here that actually have Luigi. And then the third one is Green Pikachu. So it, we, we're locking in Elijah Wood as a, as a green color player anyway. Mm-hmm. He is. He is, yeah. I'm looking at this second answer. I, my eyes just happened to catch it. I, the second answer, I can read this one. I'll just read it. You can read okay. the third one. I've been an avid spectator for the past six years. I love to occasionally hop on netplay to get bodied by a random Mario player when I have the time in my work schedule. I'm sure he's talking about none. <laughs> if I could participate more in my local scene, I definitely would. Elijah Wood would, without a doubt, be a down-smashing green Pikachu main. Something about the green, you know, I think there's like a... Um, I was going to use the word synesthesia. I don't think that applies here, but um, <laughs> something about Elijah Wood, you know, Hobbit, right? Okay. Lord of the yeah. Rings, the Shire, yeah. green, uh, probably not very technical, right? It's not Legolas, right? Okay. He's yeah. uh, like a, he's not even really a combatant for most of the movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can see these kind of more whimsical picks like Luigi or Pikachu being very apt. For someone like Elijah Wood. Yeah, Luigi does use your own weight against you when he nares out of your hits done. That makes sense. Wait, wait, um, wait. Was that a reference to Lord of the Rings? What do you mean? Uh no, it was more like you said he's more whimsical, and I was thinking more of like a jujitsu style guy where he's not trying to actually fight, he's just trying uh, to get oh. out of the way or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You don't mean jujitsu, you mean Aikido. Yeah, sure. That Aikido. Yeah, that is yeah. what I mean. That's right. That's a that's better <laughs> that's a better word for what I was going for. <laughs> um, I'll take the I'll take the next one so I can stop sounding foolish. You're not foolish. Uh, oh, thank you. But if you're uh, ever wondering, I think jujitsu is about it's all about throws. Yeah, jujitsu is a very throw heavy one. Right. But anyway, it's a good it's a good point. Good clarification. For I don't even do any fans. martial arts. I'm the spectator of martial arts. Some people <laughs> call me the Justin Barton or the Adam Frankius of martial arts. I I don't understand that reference, but I salute uh, you. These are the YouTube the the, the commenters. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the living monkey. I was zeroed in because I had three. Yeah, I was locked, You're locked in. in. You're That's locked on in. me. All right, uh, but living monkey, I'll just go for it now. He said the, he's a very active participant. He unfortunately thinks a lot of Melee viewership just spectates, which, I mean, the two previous answers were about that. He says it's fine, but I fear a lot of people are missing out on some great experiences in Melee. There's a local scene nearly everywhere, and especially with Slippy, it is so easy to get engaged nowadays. Luigi, obviously. Yep. Green man. Green man be chopping in there and makes sense. Um, but yeah, I do think there's a, there's a huge portion of the melee player base that spectates. I think there's some people that have a problem with that. I'm not one of them. I think it's okay, but it is kind of always interesting to see how different it is because I 
you know, I, I think a lot of people on the show now will see it from a different lens. Wizzy, do you have any thoughts on the makeup of the uh, community viewership players versus spectators and Elijah Wood main? Elijah Wood main, I don't know what to say. Um, uh, but you said melee community spectators versus players, like yeah. Um, like the relationship between them, or like the differences, like. Well, how much? How how? What percent of the community do you think is spectators versus players? And obviously, you don't. No one has all the data in front of uh -huh. them. This is kind of just what yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. it is. Well, I definitely think Ultimate has way more like casual viewers than Melee. Like, cause mm. like at this point, Melee is like twenty years old. I feel like there's probably a good amount of spectators who do play the game. Maybe not like at a you know not like super hardcore going to every tournament, but you know they have they know some tech skill tech skill. They know about wave dashing. They might have some basic competitive scene knowledge. Um, not everyone, but you know, it's probably I, I would say it's like probably. A, I'd imagine there's a good amount of spectators who understand the competitive scene of melee more than like ultimate, for example. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Uh, it, what it sounds like to me is um, people being annoyed of like spectators who don't know what they're talking about in chat. It's just like the vibe I get. Like if they're having an issue with spectators and they're, they don't go to tournaments, it's like, people being annoyed that the spectators don't understand the player's point of view because they, they don't go to tournaments. Wizzy, how often does it happen to you that someone tells you that comes into your Twitch chat or you see it somewhere else on Twitter or whatever that they tell you how to play the game? And you might... You it's might really question. rare. Oh, you, it is. Really rare. rare. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really rare, uh, I think. Um, yeah, I don't... Honestly, most of the time I do get advice. It's from somebody who uh, they're they'll they'll like they might have like a good understanding of a certain area of the game, so they'll assume that what they're suggesting actually might have some validity. Um, so I don't. I guess I've been lucky. Mm, I'd say so. Regard. The um, yeah. BPs are experienced any different? I mean, it it'll depend. I mean, if. It's one of those things where it also kind of depends on what you're giving out, right? Like if you're more saying, I'm not sure about something, then people will, off, will very often oh, yeah, want to yeah, step yeah. up and say something. Yeah. But even if even if you're like, well, you know, there's this thing and you know what to do about it. It's just kind of complicated or frustrating or whatever. People might, even if you talk about it like that, where it's like you pretty much know what to do. It's just kind of weird or difficult. People might still bring up a lot of stuff about it. Like, oh, it's not as bad as you think yeah. or, you know, whatever. So it, it, it really kind of depends, I think, in part in, in what you put out there. But I, it, it goes in waves. If I have a larger chat on a given day, I notice it happens a little more. And, you mm -hmm. know, that kind of stuff all just kind of matters. I, uh, you know, I, I do ultimately think, you know, spectators are the lifeblood in a the lifeblood of the scene in a way because like you know i remember when there really weren't spectators like when i started playing melee in 2000 i guess it was eight um and i started really going to tournaments in 2009 like pretty much everyone who knew anything about melee like tournament scene all of them played like everybody played like if you there, yeah. there were there wasn't a, such a thing as a, a spectator yeah. it was rare um, anyway yeah yeah it was it was rare and, and there wasn't really like that widespread kind of like at least appreciation for watching Melee. And like, I actually think something that's kind of cool now is a lot of my friends that I met 
like, for example, when I was working at Twitch or friends that I meet from other esports scenes, like they know a lot of things about Melee now. Like they'll, there's a lot of like actual kind of like esports people, um, like League of Legends community members or like, you know, Dota community members, stuff like that. You look at Beyond the Summit, right? There's a lot of um, like, like the Beyond the Summit guys are mostly coming from a Dota background. Um, at least the OG Beyond the Summit guys. But um, I think it's really cool when, like, other gaming scenes, like, even though they're playing their other game or they're commentating their other game or they're running events for their other game or what have you, it's cool when they show an appreciation for competitive Melee. Like, I remember a lot of people after, like, Summit 11, you know, were coming out of the woodwork, a lot of people, like, League of Legends casters were like, wow, that was so hype, you know, it's cool to see, cool to see uh, Mango Zane, you know, such a close set and cool to see Mango clutch it out. I think that's really neat because that definitely didn't used to be the case 10 years ago, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I know we are hard cutting a lot of these transitions, but we want to be respectful of Wizzy's time here. So I'm okay if you guys are bringing in our first caller. Let's bring in our first caller. Hell yeah. All right. We got Fate of Reality. What's up? And where oh. are you calling in from? Hello. I'm calling in from Austin, Texas. Oh, Hello. good city. Mm-hmm. Good melee scene here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Who's the best player in Austin? Oh, Sorry, not. I know it's your question, not mine. Yeah, uh, right now I would say probably it's Palpa, since he was able to oh, be lucky. Yeah, Palpa's hella good. Yeah. It's awesome. Be yeah, lucky, be Albert, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. question. Uh, so with Cody, and uh, I remember some other people saying on Twitter how difficult it was for them to get through their schedule uh during main stage how do you think like what would you think could be done to help make scheduling better at major events so that the stress is relieved from some of these players i can start i can take this one uh because there's one thing that immediately jumps to mind uh for me um and i noticed this as soon as i got my commentary schedule um, I looked at the commentary schedule. I noticed, I couldn't help but notice, and this is no shade at anybody who works at Beyond the Summit because I think they're, I mean, they're so good. They're just such a great tournament production organization. And uh, they really have so many talented individuals and they knocked it out of the park with main stage. But when I looked at my schedule, I couldn't help but notice that they allocated uh, three hours for Ult Top 8 and three hours for Melee Top 8. And I looked at that and I, and I thought this was as early as Friday. I looked at that and I said, I don't know. I, <laughs> that Sounds like a great mistake. That doesn't look like I've I've been in melee tournaments for a long time. I've never taken part in a three hour top eight. It, it doesn't happen. Um, and and it used to be even worse, mind you. People used to people used to allocate their schedule and they would have a spreadsheet and they would do two hours for top eight. And you oh. look at that and you'd be like, how? What world? Are top eights ever two hours? That doesn't make sense. I would say that on average, a top eight is about three hours, 45 minutes. Can run a little quicker, can run a little longer. I mean, Melee ran pretty long at, at main stage, but we didn't even have a... I mean, was he 3-0 at HBox and Grads? We didn't have a bracket reset. It could have got longer. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. So spoilers, I think... I I, I'm sure... I think you guys should... Yeah, spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> they, they, think, they, didn't, they didn't watch, and they're, they're just like, oh, Wizzy's just randomly here. Yeah. (laughs) He probably got like fit that main stage, but he's here now. He's here now. He's here now. But yeah, I think the first thing is let's just let's just all as a community, as as TOs, as people who make schedules, let's be honest with ourselves. Top eights do not take three hours. They take like closer to four hours. That's just how it is. At least for Smash. That's 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 my piece. 
That's that's yeah. my thing. Good start. Uh, Wizzy, thing. you experienced it from the player side. Yeah. Was there anything that you felt stood out to you? Yeah, schedule is really difficult for main stage in particular. I mean, most other tournaments, it's not as difficult to deal with as it was at uh, main stage. But I know for like main stage, like Friday, I felt like me and Gatsu, we got fourth in doubles, but we could have done that better for sure. But by that time in the night, I was my brain was shutting down, which one because of scheduling ran late, but two also because I'm coming from East Coast and I flew in the day yeah. before, so like I just got destroyed. Because when you come from Ooh. East to West, the problem's not waking up early. Waking up early is easier, but staying up late is harder. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. like by the time I got to like the, the, the my I don't know why my steam's on. Uh, by the time I got to losers, uh whatever it was where me and Gatsu lost, my brain was literally shut down. Like I could not do anything. And it's like, I don't really want to drink caffeine. Like I'm going to go to bed soon. Like that's not going to be fun. So Um, that that was Friday. And then Saturday was also rough, a little bit better. Each day staying up late got like the slightest bit easier, but still really hard. Um, I was really glad I, I, it's going to sound, I was really glad I beat Lucky because I wanted to go, I wanted to get out of there and go to bed, and I was like, I'm on East Coast time. I need to get out of here. Because um, I think we we our set finished around like 10 p.m. or something like that. Um, and then I was surprised I was I handled it as well as I did on Sunday night. I didn't realize like the Hungry Box Grand Finals was that late, and I don't know. Um, maybe those the the adjustment was starting to catch up a little bit, but. So, it was just, it was, sorry, uh, it was just so hard that I just kind of thought of it as like, I'll just do what I can, but yeah, this sucks. Yeah, so so the question is, uh, how can scheduling be better? But it seemed like your issue was just how late things were. So would that you was, just yeah. want, how early would you want things to end then to, to be easier for you? I like things to end around like eight or nine at the latest like eight or nine is that east coast um, time or west coast time or well, whatever i was kind of saying just in general i mean maybe for like a sunday top eight it can end a little bit later because like the very final stretch of the tournament but i just don't like i basically the scheduling got uh amplified like the the bad scheduling got amplified because i came from east coast right so right yeah Right. Yeah. So I um I talked to Kadoran who talked to to, <clears throat> to Blur and I found out a little bit more about why there were actually some issues and so I can share that. And I think one of them was uh they didn't have a lot of volunteers. I'm okay. not sure how mm-hmm. that impacted some things outside of pools, but appara- but I mean I could see even top sixty four how that could make things slow down. So I understand mm-hmm. that. And then I think the other thing was the uh, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Um, I think there was there was a lot of schedule finagling to try and include that and make that all work out, and and that and that seemed like that caused some issues too. And then I yeah. think I heard fifty five percent of of all of them DQ'd. So oh my gosh, I, I don't know. That might not be a true statistic. But that's what I heard. Okay. <laughs> um, so if it is true, then that means that you know that may have caused some other issues. But if it's if it's not, even if everyone did, most people did enter, then there would still be difficulty in running all of that because there's just there's like a third main event when most events usually focus on two. So I could see how that could be a challenge. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not sure what else, uh, I guess, you know, I guess this is a, a moment to say, please volunteer at tournaments. Uh, it, it does seem like it makes a big difference. Um, you know, I think a lot of the, a lot of the top players would prefer things not ending so late East or West coast. So yeah. I think those are probably some of the yeah. biggest things. I know TOs have their own things they'd like to say about this, their own yeah. <laughs> player frustration. So yeah, I don't sure. think this, this dialogue is over, but uh, certainly I did feel for the players. I've been in situations like that before and yeah. hope that can go a little better. Yeah, it's it's always challenging. I mean, I remember um, I remember that was one of the big things when I was trying to compete at a lot of East Coast tournaments was like always uh, the time zone, the time difference was, mm -hmm. was challenging. Uh, I've been there. I remember a tournament. I flew to. I actually flew. Never doing this again. I flew to Canada, Canada on a, rip, uh, a red eye, and um, and I remember uh, trying to get through. It was a two day tournament. I remember my last match on Saturday, and I was I was crashing so hard. And I was playing against uh, Coffee Black, who at the time was maybe fifth or sixth in Toronto. And um, I remember thinking to myself, I just need to get through this. I was playing pretty bad, but I was like, if I get through this. I can go to bed. Tomorrow's going to be great. And I barely, barely clutched it. And I was like, so thankful. I was like, oh, I got to go to bed. Okay. Tomorrow I'm going to, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's always, it's always challenging. And I, I know that, um, I know that for Tio's, there's a little bit of a trade-off sometimes when they're trying to make a schedule that, where that, that doesn't have top players who have to play in the morning and then play at night versus like, I feel like sometimes there's, there's talk of like scheduling that's better for, the average player versus scheduling that's better for top players, mm. but but I, I don't know. I don't, I wish I if, if I knew more about it, I would I would say more. But I'm I mean I've been to events that I felt like were run really really smoothly and no one had any complaints about. So maybe we can maybe we can look to those for inspiration and see what they're doing with their schedules because you know it's not like every major has scheduling issues. We can yeah. get Jungle Guy on. Yeah, big houses have been historically I would say pretty all right, at least from my memory. Yeah, we'll but see. We'll see know. what he thinks about it. But um, anyway, yeah. So I think there are things that can be improved. I'm sure there's more discussion to be had. But mm. I feel for the players. Um, I think that's. I think that's about all we got. Fate of reality. Thank you for calling in. And you do you have any shout outs for us today? Yeah, uh, shout outs to Austin Maley, of course. Again, um, Palpa may possibly opt in for summit voting. Not Ooh. sure, hundred percent, but could. Um, shout outs to Mech, uh, great Captain Falcon slash Ganon main, who is unfortunately going to be leaving us, uh, going back uh, to his hometown, Chicago. That we will miss him very, very dearly, though. Uh, and shout out to Albert as well. Would be great to see him at Locals again. He hasn't been around for quite a while, but would be great to see him. For sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's pretty much it. All Thank right, you. Cool. Thank you. Have a good one. You do. Love these Falcon shout outs we're getting. Love that. Yeah, definitely. And I, no, I had no idea where Mech was from. You know, Wizzy, it's funny you were saying you, yeah. uh, I was, I wonder like, you know, cause, cause on Sunday, you know, at the end of top eight, like, of course you're a little bit more used to the time difference because it's Sunday, but I wonder how much of it is also just like that, you know, that like I guess maybe adrenaline or something maybe not. Yeah, I was thinking that too because like grand finals, this is it. Like adrenaline, yep. like it was kind of like help, help probably help, definitely help me get through it. I think makes sense. Well, about time to bring on our next caller, uh, Lobana. Where are you calling in from? Hello. 
Hello, hello. I'm calling from France. Oh, Ooh. that's your yeah, uh, hey. that's your people, right, PP? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bonjour and yeah. bonsoir, French goober. What's up? Bonsoir, bonsoir. Thanks a lot. It was really awesome to see you, PP, watch the oh. Brunel documentary. Yeah, Thanks a lot I mean, for it, giving it, us the props. It was it was cool. I mean, it was really well done. Uh, I mean, I got to pretend to be French for a little bit. It was a good time. Everyone won. <laughs> yeah, perfect. So, uh, just going into my question, this was pretty much a wheezy centric question because uh, it Great. stems from the fact that I've been an Envy fan from uh, the last decade, more or less, since they were on code in like 2013, and I followed them in everything after that. So I was pretty ecstatic when they got Wizzy because I'm a, I was a big Smash fan as well. So I was wondering, um, what have Envy done to help you maybe prepare for tournaments? Or what are you doing with them as much as content goes? Because I we don't see you a lot on their social media, but I know you shouted them out a lot after winning this weekend. And I was wondering with the whole merger going out with OptiGaming, how it was affecting you or affecting your schedule or things like that. Yeah, so um, they mainly helped me just by like being extremely supportive. Like, um, I talk to like basically my manager Ian all the time, and he's always like super responsive and helping me deal with issues. Um, like sometimes, like like my head's almost uh, stopped working, so they were gonna like ship me like a new one like while I was at the tournament, but I figured oh. it out. Um, yeah, so like they're very supportive, they're very responsive, um, they're. Uh, you know, it's just a great relationship all around. They're very helpful. Um, and then in terms of content, um, I don't like we're we definitely have stuff planned. I think um, there will definitely be like a lot more stuff like after Summit and Smash World Tour. Um, are you using that time to focus on the tournaments, and is that why it'll be after? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be focusing more on like um, uh, Summit and Smash World Tour, basically. And then I think afterwards, we're going to do like a bunch of content and cool. a bunch of cool stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, what else did you want to know? Um, not really much. It was a bit interesting. I don't know if Toph and PP want to join in. I don't know if... Compared to what you guys are experiencing with Golden Guardians, for example, is it like much different? Because I know you two are main, maybe more focused more on content, for example. So I don't know if Zane or... Is it different than what you heard about other orgs um, getting into Melee? Uh, I think for me, you know, it's funny for me, it's, it was my first my first contract. But I, I do think it's cool when... um, Like when... You're, like I, I feel like with Golden Guardians, uh, the team is pretty hands-on. Like uh, all of the people we work with when we plan content, um, I, I talk to our head of esports pretty regularly, and I'm I don't know. I try to take an interest in like the League of Legends side of things and stuff like that. Um, and I think that's that's cool to hear that that Wizzy's in really close. I think that's really important when you're in close contact with your, you know, your manager, and you feel like they're actively giving you support. Because I definitely don't think that's every esports team. I think with some mm -hmm. esports teams, they're really, really very, de off. very much depends on the team. I feel like. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, Golden Guardians. I mean, I don't have experience with them as a player, only as a content guy. But um, 
I this is something that I wanted to ask about ask Golden Guardians about later when I was going to events. I think it'd be good to either because this is something I really liked with EG was having a manager that would go on site to events with me. Uh, I, I yeah. like having someone there that could just help with things, respond to really issues. cool. Yeah, I think it's just it's super cool just to have someone there that's that's being supportive. So this was something I was going yeah. to ask about, and I imagine GG would have some solution to that because they do listen to a lot of these types of concerns. And I think for Zane, I believe this, I don't know if this is still true or not, but I think uh, they were helping Junebug work with Zane in some way. I don't remember. I don't know the details of that, but I do think there there was some help with that. And I know some other orgs do help with with coaching as well. So it's not too out of the line to to see that. Uh, I hope it's just literally Zeke. <laughs> I hope Zeke. Oh, this is an inside joke. By the way, speaking of player managers, Wizzy, uh, I don't think I ever told you this. I thought for some time at Riptide, um, I thought Gatsu was your manager for a little while. That's funny. Um, because so you know how Gatsu used to have like a big, he had like a beard and his hair was like a little longer. And uh-huh. at Riptide, he had like that really professional looking haircut, right? Yeah. And he shaved yeah. his whole beard. Yeah. And he was wearing a mask. Of course, we're all wearing masks. Yeah. And I didn't recognize him at all until I uh, looked like directly at him. But I saw you guys walking around for a while. Yeah, yeah. I was oh like, oh, God. that's cool. Wizzy's got his player <laughs> manager. And then I walked up to you guys at some point and I like looked at him and I was like, is that Gatsu? Oh, I see. Dude, <laughs> I, a lot like, of people. A lot of people actually told him that uh, this past right. weekend. I like three different people are like, "Oh, I didn't recognize you, dude." I, dude, that haircut. I, I gotta see his hair guy because he—that's a whole makeover. Yeah, he looks so different. He yeah. looked so buttoned up. I thought he was just some professional dude. You know? <laughs> would Hold you on. want? Would you want Gatsu as a manager? Me? Yeah. Um, you think he'd do a good job? It would be it would be funny. It <laughs> would, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, my manager now is really good. Um, but yeah, I don't he know. He could be assistant manager. That's yeah, assistant, assistant manager. manager. <laughs> sure. Assistant to the regional manager. Yeah. It's yeah. Funny. Oh man. Well, thanks for the question, Lovana. Was a it's yeah it's cool to hear. I think every esports team is different. Uh, but, uh, and by the way, yeah, the optic merger is super cool. I'm excited for what's gonna come. Oh yeah, out you're of that. you're finally optic wizzy. It happened. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. That's tight. Yeah, I can't optic, wait to see you with the the new shirt and everything. Can't wait for that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Well, thanks a lot, guys, for having me. And thanks a lot for answering. Thank you, Wizzy, for winning it for us this weekend. was really happy to stay awake until 7 a.m. here in France to see you win it. So wow. That's, it that's an accomplishment. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Lobana. You got any shout-outs? Uh, yeah, two quick ones. Thanks again, Wizzy, for winning it this weekend and making me staying up not, uh, not worthless in the end. But mainly, shout-out to the the scene here in France, shout out to anyone walking, either in melee on or ultimate, I know we be from time to time, but it's really takes everyone to make a scene go around, especially mm-hmm. when you're not in the strongest region for your game, so you know what it is, man. Thanks a lot for having me tonight. Have a nice time, guys. Bye. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I know my camera went black and white for a second, so yeah. I that. <laughs> you it happens. It. Yeah, I fixed, it. I fixed it. I fixed it. Dude, Toph, I, I feel like... I don't know if anyone's told you this, but when I watch your stream, you look like you're sitting in like the same room as Leffen. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's a similar layout, right? It's, it's like a the layout. window and like even some of the stuff in the back almost. Like I don't know, it's just like dude, he has a he lives in Leffen's house or something. <laughs> they are the same. Uh, is, uh, people have said that they've never seen me and Leffen in the same room at the same time. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, but yeah, congrats, congrats on the fox tofe. I'm happy for you, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, I, I actually have I have heard that. I, I think part of it was it was not not intentional. The camera angle, um, I think. Like I the know. camera angle. Yeah. I mean we're definitely sitting at the end. I'm definitely sitting at the end of a room, right? Like yeah. the same where is. So yeah. similar layout for sure. I think it's just a good layout. Like if you have a room that's shaped this way, I think it just makes sense to put your I don't know. That's yeah, it probably does. Out. Probably yeah. does. <laughs> window. <laughs> Well, I think we got uh, our another our next caller is actually ready for us here. What's up? Oh, it's Yokai Nels, longtime fan of the of the stream. What's up, Yokai Nels? Welcome. And where are you calling in from today? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, calling in from New Jersey. Love New shout Jersey. outs. You're actually yeah. always calling in from New Jersey. It's gonna be yeah. exciting when you call in from a different location. Well, yeah, his, one his day I'll definitely look like he's underwater. Yeah, yeah. One day I'll definitely call from like you know another part of the country or like the moon or something. It'll be really cool. We'll appreciate right. that. Yeah. Can't wait. Okay. So first, first things first, of course, Wizzy, congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate that. This is actually uh, the second time I've been at a major that you've won. Oh, really? <laughs> also, oh. Yeah, I was also at a Smash and Splash Five. Wow. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, it was dope. Good luck charm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, come sure. to the next. Come to the. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come to as much as I can. Okay, I won't be at Summit, you. but uh, good luck on that, too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, my question is kind of a two parter. So, the first one is um, so, like, the traditional Falcon plays in a certain way. We all know the way he plays. He's always been very explosive, very much like aggressive, jump in, do some crazy stuff. But you took a more structured pace with a. Uh, with Falcon and you break it down a lot more and you're, you, you more have a, a lot. You, I feel like you have a lot more of a flow chart in yeah. terms of like when you approach every single matchup, like yeah. what, what, why did you decide to take Falcon in that direction? And as a second part, what do you look at for other Falcons that seem to be a lot more explosive? Like, what do you take from them? Like, do you think that yeah. you can take some stuff from them yeah. or being more explosive in some parts or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good question. Um. So I think um. Uh. When it comes to like why I did it, um, is basically just like. I. I I just want to win with Falcon, and I don't need to put like a artificial constraint on me, as in like oh I need to play a certain way. So in my mind, it's just like okay, whatever the best option is, I'll do that. So kind of just. Um, I'm just like, you know, trying to find a way to win with Falcon and, you know, I want to choose the correct option and I want to do what's optimal, even if it's not as cool or maybe it's harder to execute. Um, so that's basically why I do that. Um, I just, I plan trying to play an optimal Falcon. Also, it'd be cool to like, you know, just play the perfect Falcon and choose, you know, the best options. Um, and then in terms of like what I can, what you can take from aggressive falcons, I definitely think you know, uh, if you're too deep in one direction or the other, it could be bad. So it's definitely good to have like a balance of some sort. Like actually, a lot of my improvement recently has been taking stuff from none, because um, I feel like a lot of stuff he actually does so many innovative things with falcon. I feel like, and 
Uh, so taking some of his stuff and it being kind of different from what my stuff is, as they would say, it's like a good balance. And so there's definitely stuff to take from both sides. Do you, I, I, I want to, um, call back to something you said early on when you said you didn't want to play with any artifice, you didn't want to do something just because it was cool. Do you think that there is any of that in S2J, Nun, Gatsu, and in in any other Falcons? Or do you think do you think that's just why you won't go in a direction that maybe they've gone a little more in? I mean, I think there's obviously like back in the day it was always like. Um... There, there. I felt like there used to be more people who like hated, like people playing lame. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. you know. Like there's always been like, oh, you play lame, you play cool, and so I feel like that's been negated more. Like people don't fo like people are more like accepting, I guess, of different play styles. And also, I feel like more people want to win. So like, as people want to win more, they're willing to do things that they normally wouldn't want to do, as in like camp and stuff. Um, I mean, I've heard. I, I think I don't... you've changed the perspective on that um, uh, by doing as well as you did. I know when you were yeah. coming up, a lot of people were very upset about it, but yeah. you just kept getting results, and then yeah. people just had to had to chill out on it. So I think it's... you did a good job in changing it. Yeah, thanks. Um, I guess it's just like you know, people don't might not like you playing a certain play style or whatever. But if you literally win, then like people respect winning more than anything, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, people respect you playing cool, and then, but what they respect even more is if you win, generally. That's yeah. how I see it. So, uh, you know, if I, I won the tournament, so regardless of how I play, oh, I got first. So that's crazy. Um, <laughs> I, hope I, I, feel like, that, right? I feel like cool is such a nebulous concept anyway. That like honestly, I I try to think about like oh, what does it mean to be cool in melee? I have no yeah. idea. I don't know. All I know is that yeah, I, it is kind of like subjective <laughs> what it is in a way. Yeah, because different people find different things to be exactly. Cool, so exactly, that's very it's true. really weird. I've always just seen your gameplay and been like, wow, that all of that is like super hard to do, and he's super disciplined, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so it's definitely like very. It's definitely very subjective, I feel like, because I feel like, you know, some people, like, they're literally not camping at all, but because you're beating them, they might just call you playing lame just because they're mad or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's I, common. Yeah, that's and then there's common. other people, there's other people, like, you know, maybe they, maybe you are, um, like, actually, like, camping for, like, eight minutes or something. I don't know. So, it's, it's. At the end of the day, it's, it does seem pretty subjective. Uh, well, let me ask you this, Wizzy. Do you think you play cool? I think it's cool to me. Cool. That's all uh, that matters. That's I, 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 I hack stash more than the other Falcons. I think that's cool. Like <laughs> that is hard, yeah. I think it's a cool, like, stall. Like, yeah, you, you wave dash back and, you know. Mm -hmm. it's and, it's, cool. and it's hard, yeah. Yeah, I think it's cool, like, executing a reaction attack chase and not messing it up. I also um, think that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I think that's cool. So that's what, like, again, uh, I think it's like subjective. This was like a comparison I made on, it might have even been this weekend I was like commentating and I was explaining yeah. that, like, you know, I think that there's a big difference sometimes between easy and simple. And I think it's interesting because in some ways I feel like you play in a more simple way than some of the other Falcons, like none, but it's also 
way harder. Like to actually do your game plan, yeah. to actually like you can try like to to reaction tech chase. Like anyone's yeah. free to try that. But if yeah. they if they haven't practiced it for a really really long amount of time, yeah, they're they're gonna fail. Yeah, and I think that's cool to see the difference between easy and simple because something can be simple but not easy at all. It can be really hard. Yeah, I think that's you you got it right. And I think you're right too, Peepy, with your 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 whole thing about how subjective uh how subjective cool is you know because uh <laughs> i you know look at one of our you know I, I would say one of the pinnacles of uh, one of the most beloved members of our community amsa you know it, sometimes amsa will literally just stall the ledge with eggs you know yeah, for <laughs> like as a way to either get his opponent off of him um and you know I, in, in spite of that i think people like you know people will cheer for him when he does it right and and yeah. not saying that i think i hope no one like so, hears this and thinks, "Oh, I Clip see that. Clip I should that. be Send hating. I should be hating on Obsa. I should be being toxic to Obsa." But I am. But I am what... logging onto Twitter right now, as you speak. <laughs> right, right. But you know, it, this this is definitely a thing, right? Like, uh, people. Um, I I don't know. I feel like at the end of the day, my whole my whole like take on it is, I feel like people just complain about what they lose to, yeah. and I think spectators. They just hear a top player say something like some top player or streamer loses to something and calls it lame, and then people will parrot that. Uh, so, so yeah, you're, you're. I think you, you're absolutely right. I think cool is very subjective in the first place, but yeah. I mean, I know that I, I, I have my own opinions, and I think I think Wizard plays. I like how all the top Falcons play. I think every top Falcon plays yeah. pretty badass. Um, it's cool to see the different styles and like you know. Yeah. Right. That that's actually the other thing is that I think it's really cool that um it's proof that in melee like I think I definitely think there's some games, there's some fighting games where like there's kinda only one way to play certain characters. Yeah. And, and you could watch multiple top players play the same character and they kinda have to go for the same options. Yeah. And that's fine. Um mm -hmm. but that is something that's really cool about melee is you can take a character like Falcon and like see success all the way to like a top ten yeah. or even higher level by playing super duper different yeah it's it is really cool honestly it's kind of crazy um, to me the coolest things is like i feel like when i see somebody putting in like see something that's really you put in a lot of effort and whether it be like hard execution or even just like having the perseverance to stay super defensive or camp or whatever like to me hard work in general is just cool i agree like, uh -huh. i i yeah, I agree. I don't know if everyone sees it that way, but um, that's yeah. why I said it's subjective. So, yeah, that's why like Mart spamming F smash is not cool, but like <laughs> you know, some <laughs> AMSA egg stalling, even though like part of it is vulnerable and uh -huh. still getting away with it, is kind of cool. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Um, to kind of make an earlier part of the question real for people, I think something interesting mm. was if you want to share. Because sure. you said you were taking some things from none earlier. You can, I mean, maybe just one as an example, but maybe the most recent thing or maybe something against Puff. You played Hungry Box in the finals. Yeah. Um, what was something that you felt was really valuable to you that you took from another Falcon? Um, I think mainly like, I mean, it's pretty simple, but I feel like none crouch cancels more than like anybody. 
like not like <laughs> ASDI down, but like crouch canceling. So that's, that's uh, that is hey, Clint, definitely send this to none. That's good yeah. Stuff. So I've been uh, I've been crouch canceling more because like there's a difference between just holding down and like literally like going into the crouch. You know. Yes. So yeah, uh, that's that's probably the biggest thing. So you say. took crouch canceling from none. Well, I mean, I crouch canceled a little bit before, but like, I guess more intentional crouch canceling. Oh man, I can't wait till we're doing more content. I'm gonna tell none about this. This is good stuff. None knows this. I've talked to him about it. I'm gonna I've, tell I've, him anyway. I, you haven't know. heard. You haven't heard what none says. He says I'm I not didn't. a. He says uh, 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 he says uh, I'm not a down holder. I'm a down presser. And <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, a good difference. way to put it. I've heard him call himself the crouch commander, so. I can <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> it's really funny. What were, what were you gonna say, was he? Uh, I don't remember. But I was gonna say like he it's probably be because in his country they didn't shield or whatever. So like he had to find another way to like shield without shielding. <laughs> yeah. So it's like specific. really cool. Like he kinda had an experience that no one else has mm -hmm. and it kinda gave him an idea that anyone else would be like, oh, I'll just shield, you know. He's like, oh, I don't have a shield, so I'll crouch cancel. <laughs> yeah, nice. that that might that might be the explanation. That might be the explanation. <laughs> I think so. We're gonna crack this it. case, man. I think that's it. That's good stuff. Well, I think we've explored the topic pretty thoroughly, Nels. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for calling in. Do you have any shout-outs for us today? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to uh, first of all, everyone here. You guys are great. Thanks. Um, but uh i also want to give a shout out to new york and new jersey melee mm. uh because i've been getting into it a lot more this it's my local scene so i've been trying to go to everything under the sun in new york and new jersey and i've met a lot of really cool people uh i roomed with uh the swooper and jflex at uh mm. at main stage and uh jflex went on a pretty good run cool and uh yeah I'm, i've been trying to improve and i've also been trying to get these guys out to more majors because I feel like our region is so strong, but we don't travel. And so I want people to travel more so that we can get more experience on that big stage. And yeah, I know how good we are. I want everybody to know how good we are, you know, yeah, for sure. That's, that's awesome. And, I, and I'm trying to work to be one of those names too. <laughs> Still working on it though. Good luck, man. Yeah. All right. Thanks guys. All right. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. You know, Wizzy, it's funny uh, on this topic of you being like more flowcharty. Yeah. Because, you know, it's funny. I I've thought about this. Uh, you play pretty different characters and you play pretty differently across all the different Smash games you play. Like, I, I remember yeah. I played your Wolf for a while yeah. in Alt. And I mean, I obviously I knew it was you because I was sitting next to you. But like, I don't know that I would have been able to be like, Oh, this is Wizrobe. If I just like played you and didn't know, like if I wasn't able to yeah. see you physically, uh -huh. you ever thought about it? Do you feel like you play differently in Melee or differently across different Smash games, or just a random thought I had? It's an interesting thought. I'm not really sure how to answer it. The one thing I will say is similar. Like, um, I think I'm pretty patient in all the games. Like, it might not always show in Melee. I mean, it shows in the Hungry Box sets for sure. But um, I definitely like patient in all the smash games i feel like and that's something that also shows a lot in 64 because it's like pretty campy at the top mm. level and makes sense yeah and ultimate you have to be like somewhat patient too usually that know. that definitely makes sense 
Just aside, with the meta. Yeah, and aside from that, I'm not sure. I mean, I still kind of have like a same idea where like I want to make the correct decision, trying to do the optimal choice or what makes sense. Um, always trying to get better and um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I um, tech chasing. I feel like uh, some ultimate players have noticed like I'll reaction tech chase to the tech rolls in ultimate and like they pointed that out and then I also tech chase in 64 with like Yoshi's double jump cancel and I go in the direction he's going to oh that's and sick so there's, there's, there's certain things you can like take from one game put it to the other like I think another one was like I don't know what it was I think I was like I in melee I'll do weak knee and weak knee is good because like a lingering hitbox and so I started doing more like lingering hitboxes in 64 Yoshi with like his nair because it just sits out mm-hmm. right uh, so yeah I don't know um that's what I would say that's cool. yeah that's that's really interesting I've never yeah I've never really like noticed a similarity in the like seems like you pick pretty different characters in a lot of the different games like you know Yoshi versus Falcon versus wolf, uh, wolf right but yeah. At maybe yeah, maybe there are some. Maybe I'm not looking hard enough. Maybe there's some similarities in playstyle that I haven't haven't really. I mean, it's not like I watch a ton of Super Smash Bros. Yeah, but yeah, it's those those are just similarities I I think of at least. There's definitely mm-hmm. a lot of like different things and like, um, you know, like Falcons a lot faster running speed than like um, Yoshi in 64 or Wolf in Ultimate. So like those you, you certain options I have in melee don't really have his i mean yoshi doesn't even have like a grab in 64 he has a grab but it's like it's like melee where you know it's it's a tether grab or whatever right so yeah it's it's cool tof i've got a hard-hitting question for wizzy okay yep. yeah let's hear it all <laughs> right hard-hitting questions. all right all right wizzy this is a serious one so you better prepare yourself all right i'm mm. trying okay you're doing great and um at the end, after grand finals were over, mm. again, spoilers, mm. of main stage last weekend, you won, you got up, and you turned around, and you began spinning a controller over your oh, head. Oh, man. Yeah. Now, that was so this was cool. insane to me. I wasn't ready for this oh, at all. Your pop-offs, I know. your pop-offs hit different, sir. Let me say that. Yeah, I know. And, people told me that. Yeah, so was was so I have to know. I don't. I mean, we can ask about all yeah. of them, but I want to know: was this one planned? Were no. you inspired? You were just <laughs> inspired because like, I'm surprised yeah. because you you had a, a deadpan expression, but you're swinging it, and so I thought you'd be like jumping or excited or something. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just curious what you were thinking in that moment. I don't know. So for some reason, whenever I do like a big pop off, like it's kind of like a spur of the moment thing, and also like. It's always something like creative for some reason. I don't know why. So yeah. like when I pop off, it's just like creativity mode just turns on sometimes. Cool. So like I don't know. It's not like the same pop off like ten times in a row. It's like oh, this time I'll. I, it's not intentional. It's just my brain just says to to be creative during that moment. I don't know. It was wow. your proximity to Hungry Box. I think it just kind of came into you, maybe. Yeah. Um. I guess so. <laughs> a lot of the greatest Wizzy pop offs have been against Hungry Box. There was that good one with Mango too uh, yeah. online, yeah. but yeah. a lot of the really great ones have also been the H Box yeah. ones. They're they're very and yeah, they they are kind of different every time. Uh, yeah, they I are. don't. Uh, that's, they are. I don't know. They're not predictable. I, I'm not planning that or, or expecting that at all. Uh-huh. Um, just it's just the way it 
it plays out, I guess. Do you want to choreograph one? Like for the no. do you think do you <laughs> think you could top what do you want to top oh, what you've done man. already? Or do you think you've do you think you you've got a good thing going, you don't want to mess with it? I, I got a good thing going. Although I don't, I can't think of what to do next. But maybe my brain will just magically come up with it next time yeah. I win, though. So yeah, we'll see. I I will be sure not to expect anything, and okay. that way I can be prepared. Because other, if I expect and anything, then, I'll be wrong. And then next time it'll be like the most generic pop off ever, and it'll maybe. be nothing interesting. <laughs> I don't know uh, if you're capable of nothing interesting pop off wise, sir. Yeah. But maybe that that would be the most surprising of all, perhaps. All right. We'll oh, see. Man. Yeah, but on that note, um, I just wanted to get to the hard-hitting journalism there at the end. Sure. Now maybe we need to ask you about the community voice. Sure. What would you like to ask the YouTube comments so that we can we can figure out we can get we can find some truth on some various matters. Now you can ask whatever you want. This is for the YouTube comments, the community. Um, it can be serious. It can be funny. You know, whatever. I'm just asking the whole melee community, basically. The whole melee yeah, community. Yeah, whatever you want That's to right. know. Mm. we will talk about this next week with whoever we get on um so if you want to keep that in mind you can keep that in mind if not also fine um I'm trying to think of one um let's see i'll just ask um what do you enjoy seeing from me whether it be like i like i like seeing you win tournaments i like just watching you play i like yeah. i like seeing um your stream or i want you to do this just what do you like seeing from me just i'm just curious Wizzy? yeah i like that that's a good question yeah i like seeing i like seeing all kinds of wizzy stuff but i'll okay. i can't I'll, i can't wait to see especially i don't know i i i was pleasantly surprised again i mean when we when when i watched uh that that atrioc and stan's podcast episode that you were on i was like dude this is such a good episode yeah, i need to rewatch uh, it or something it was good it was good yeah you talked about some hard-hitting stuff it was pretty good um shame they don't i don't know if they've been doing that podcast lately i think they just stream now but uh yeah but but yeah i'm always pleasantly surprised with all kinds of the the wizzy the wizzy content i get yeah i won't i won't lead it in any direction but i'm excited to see what the people have to say for sure that's right that's right all right well there it is Thank you so much, Wizzy, for coming on. We really appreciate you taking your time, man. Yeah, it's uh, good to talk to you guys and uh, good to talk with PP for the first time in years. So <laughs> It's cool. been a while, man. Good to yeah, talk to you. It has. Good to talk to you. Been good, man. Congrats again on the win. Thank, Thank you for coming you. on. Enjoy your rest tonight. I imagine the flight has been not too long ago, so sleep well, gamer. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, Thank you, Toe, for joining as always. And thank you, the people out there, for watching, calling in, everything else. This is Radio Melee, signing out.